Welcome, everybody, to this brand new episode of the Next Level Podcast. My name is Brian Daniels, and I'm joined by my man, Josh Thunder Shaver. How's it going, Josh? Hey, yo, how's it going, bud? Oh, it's, oh, wow. it's going it's going pretty good, man. We uh, yeah. we got an, a really very interesting topic to get on the uh, about today. And uh, joining us for this episode, we've got my amazing wife, Raven. Hello. And we have Mr. Eric himself here with us. Eric Montgomery, he is very knowledgeable about the topic we're going to be talking about today. How's it going, what? Eric? How's it going, Eric? What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We're gonna we're gonna I'm be good. talking about professional wrestling, and uh, I'm excited because this has been an episode I've been I've been really excited about. We've been talking about doing this episode now for quite a while, and uh, this is a, a topic that all of us know about. Some of us know a little bit more than others. Some of us know way too much more than others, right, Eric? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, anyway. <laughs> We're going to get into it, but before we get into the uh, topics of pro wrestling, I want to talk about our sponsor, which is ExpressVPN. So uh, if you don't know what a VPN is, it's a virtual private network that allows you to mask your IP address. Your IP address basically allows people to find out where you live, get your sensitive information like credit card numbers, social security numbers, driver's license number, and all that other good stuff that you don't want no one else to know about. They can even access your bank accounts, steal all your money, and and more. And if you don't want that to happen, I highly suggest getting a a virtual private network, and specifically from ExpressVPN, because ExpressVPN has uh, virtual private network servers all over the United States, and they have them globally as well. And the great part about that is, is if if you're like me and you like to watch, you know, like some TV shows and movies, and I know Netflix has different movies in different countries. You can, you know, hook up to the UK and you can watch UK Netflix and things like that. That uh, ha- having uh, ExpressVPN gives you the ability to do just that. So um, while we're doing that, so you can actually uh, sign up right now for a 12 month subscription by going to expressvpn.com forward slash the next level. And by doing so, you get three months free on top of that. So be sure to go to ExpressVPN or go to expressvpn.com forward slash the next level, and you can get that right now. It's also great for gaming as well. It helps with your gaming, makes your gaming faster, match your uh, IP address so you don't get DDoS and things like that. Anyway, that's enough about ExpressVPN. Let's get into it. So, um, yes. is somebody playing with, like, with spoons back there or something? I hear a pan and shit. Y'all, yeah. y'all gotta quit making noise, god dang it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was muted. Uh, I know. <laughs> anyway, Eric, God. Still, damn it. Anyway, um, so we're talking about professional wrestling. This is a uh, this is something that all of us are passionate about, and we wanted to talk about. Yeah, you do. Shut up, Raven. So we're talking about what it's like to be a new a new fan of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Versus those of us, the three of us, Josh, Eric, and myself, who have mm-hmm. been watching this uh, sport that we love so much for forever. So yeah. let's start with um, let's start with Raven. Okay, like, get over here. Yay! And and uh, let's let's have you let's get you the microphone. Let's have you speak up a little bit here. I'll I'll I'll, I'll scoot out. Yeah, away. there we go. There you go. <laughs> so I want to know what's it. 
So you've been watching, you've been loosely watching with me since you've known me. We've known yeah. each other for five years now. Five years now. And I know, it's crazy. And actually today was the first day we met in person five years oh, ago. Oh, wow. That's I great. Know. Uh, I know. So we, so. Uh, I don't so remember cute. dates that just popped up on my memories in Facebook, guys. So I'm not <laughs> that good with dates. So <laughs> she's known I've been a wrestling fan for a very long time. Yes. She, you know, I, I, uh, when we first met, I didn't really watch it a lot i just didn't know i didn't really i mean i knew you liked it but yeah. i mean you weren't a devoted watcher or anything that's true it. yeah i i uh i'm all i was always one of those people that like you know uh i watched it off and on i wouldn't i, I didn't i never missed wrestlemania like yeah. that was the thing yeah. like never even if i wasn't really watching wrestling like yeah like how we're watching it now <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um I still watch WrestleMania. Yeah. I still watch mm-hmm. Royal Rumble because Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view, which we're going to get into that later, by the way. Agreed. 100% That's agreed. in a couple weeks. But mm-hmm. um, I always watch like the big four, which is like uh, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's now five because Money in the Bank is considered yeah. a big one, too. Yeah. Oh, but, is it now? Uh, yeah, yeah, Money in the Bank is considered like the, the it's like the big five now. They, they added Money in the Bank in there. But well, they got rid of Hell in the Cell. Yeah. What was it no. that got you? Because you, you used to tell me all the time, <laughs> I'll never be a wrestling fan. I've tried. Tell I've the tried people. So, so when I was a kid, I mean, you know, yeah. like I watched it here and there. Like I loved Hulk Hogan. I loved Andre the Giant. You know, um, mm-hmm. I remember Macho Man, Randy Savage, you know, those, you know, those kind of big, you know, big name superstars. Right, right. But I, I don't know. As I got a little bit older and everything, I was. I, I kept hearing the whole, it's all fake. It's all fake. None of it's real, blah, blah, blah. It's all staged. And of course, when you're little, like you get into the whole dramatic effects and the drama, yeah, and the, of course. you know, all, all of that plays up really big in your head. And you're just like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. You know, uh-huh. this is amazing. Yeah. And then sure. as I started, I was still a little kid though. Unfortunately, when I was told it was fake and like, I was heartbroken uh-huh. and I just, yeah in my child mind, I couldn't believe that people would do that. It wasn't, it didn't seem like acting to me. It felt more like lying, which is really weird. Mm. I know in my childhood mind, I just couldn't. Mm, that's an interesting I know I couldn't separate the two for okay. some reason. As I got older and I kept hearing that and kept hearing that, like, I just, I didn't watch it anymore. Like I just, you know. So you just didn't really watch it because in your mind it was like. It was fake. It was just fake. Yeah. All so of it, was, it fake. was fake. Yeah. Okay. It was very like. And again, I've called it this, you've called it this, the soap opera of wrestling. Yeah. That's you know, it that's, it, yeah. that's what it is. Soap yeah. opera. That's a great description. And yeah. I didn't like soap operas growing up, even when I was a kid. Like yeah. I just, I never did. For sure. And, um, but I like, I, so I, I wound up like turning to like boxing a little bit and things like that. Sure. That was quote unquote real. For it was sure. real. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, as I got a little bit older and, and older being like in my twenties and stuff now in thirties, I liked mm-hmm. MMA you know, I didn't know, oh, yeah. I, I didn't him. know I any of the MMA. people. Yeah. I didn't know names or anything like that. Uh-huh. Then I loved Ronda Rousey. Okay. And so then of course I was like mad that she sold out and went to wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I tried, I tried so hard to get into wrestling. And this was, I was in my thirties at that point. Mm-hmm. I tried so hard to get into wrestling and mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she felt very fake going into it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she was very cardboard very stiff and her yeah, acting she smiled and, all the time 
I just, yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like her as a wrestler. Yeah. I didn't like wrestling. I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Very valid points, by the way. And yeah. mm-hmm. so, but that was when Brian was watching, you know, some of those bigger things after we had known each mm-hmm. other for a little while. And, but I just, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then periodically we would watch Glow which if you're not familiar it's a great with it, wrestling it's the, show. It's the yeah. TV show. It's a wrestling show about women wrestlers in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never watched it past like season one and I didn't even watch mm-hmm. it from the beginning. Wow. And it was just something that I'm, but again, I'm not a TV movie person. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So right. it wasn't something yeah. that I committed myself to watching, even though I sure. really liked it. Yeah. But then I would catch, you know, glimpses of wrestling and stuff like that here and there. And I would ask Brian questions here and there. And, you know, there there were some times when some of the moves, you know, got me like, mm-hmm. I loved the gymnastics of it. I yeah. didn't realize that everybody was very so athletic, I guess, because growing up, you know, I mean, think about it. The people that I watched, Andre the Giant, you know, I mean, right. uh, Hulk Hogan. I mean, like they were like muscle men to me or big guys. They and they absolutely were that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but they weren't yeah. like the athletes that I mm-hmm. see today, if that makes sense. So, 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 so real quick to touch on that. And it's, and it's, it's interesting because yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, so like eighties, eighties professional wrestling and even like early nineties professional wrestling was mm-hmm. very much power moves and I'll leave in the rock and clotheslines you know? and pile drivers yeah. and that's what body I slamming wrestling mm-hmm. was 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 yeah. was what I'll call and that. I was, I was a pretty girly girl. And 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 back then it was there was no aerial stuff. Right. Like now oh it's very gosh, aerial yeah. and yeah. Um, and lippy, lippy, risky, way more risky, yeah. way more risque now than it is yeah. than it was back. Then. And, anyway, so, and so, yeah, I mean, that's you know, as I was saying, that's mm-hmm. I was a very girly girl, you know, as a child. I was a tomboy, but I was a girly girl, you know, and uh-huh. I didn't. That stuff didn't appeal to me anymore, for sure. And yeah. um, but when I started watching a little bit with you, I was just like amazed at their athleticism. Yes, and especially like you said, the aerial stuff. Like I grew up doing gymnastics and yes. acrobatics and dancing and things like that. And so mm-hmm. that's really what kind of started drawing me in a little bit, for sure. And I I, I can't pinpoint any one exact moment. Well, kind of can. I kind of can, um, but not really one moment per se. I mean, there was like a couple of people that I specifically really liked, but I tell you <laughs> 2020 during the pandemic, when they had the money in the bank, the, this is the oh money in the bank God. at WWE What's headquarters. Yeah. It had a, yeah. <laughs> this was the, this was the money in the bank at WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. Great idea, by the way, that was a really great one. That was, such a chaotic fiasco hilarity ensued like i just it was just like a chase all around the building i love that that was great it was fantastic it was (laughs) it was ridiculously fantastic and i absolutely loved it and i told and i didn't know anybody who was wrestling or fighting or anything and i told brian i was like if every if every match was like this, I would totally watch it. It reminded me of that movie Tower Heist. Like, it was like Tower Heist <laughs> for yeah. the money in the bank. Like, you're not, the instead match. of climbing a ladder, you have to climb the tower. Yeah. Like, I I wish they would do something ridiculous like that again because that was <laughs> they really, really fun. should. But I think that was kind of a, t- a, a turning point a for one. me a little bit. Like, whenever he started watching wrestling, and, and we're specifically talking more about WWE, okay? Like, I haven't been a huge fan of the others like i watched a little bit of aew but i i just 
WWE is my thing. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. um, that was kind of a turning point for me. So when he was watching wrestling a little bit more, I would, um, yeah, when he was watching wrestling a little bit more, I would uh, pay a little bit more attention. And yeah, I would see, especially with the, the female wrestlers, because mm-hmm. I didn't realize Mm-hmm. how that how much that had changed over the years because well, and you guys they turned it all the way around it's no mm-hmm. longer an eye candy event i mean it is yeah. but it's not just for that yeah you got and you guys will talk more about that i'm sure you know i don't mm-hmm. i don't have that much um expertise in that area as, as you guys do from when i was a kid but um there were more female wrestlers today now at least i, I figure there are um and they were just very much more again athletic strong like empowering and and i really dug that i really liked that and so i again i started paying attention a little bit more and i just gradually started watching it a little bit i would instead of staying out of the room when he was watching it i would stay in the living room and kind of um you know be reading my book or playing a game on my phone or something and then just kind of you know watching it a little bit here and there i'd listen to it and just glance up and watch it here and there and uh, and then huh mm-hmm. that's the thing is that wrestling it'll just grab you oh yeah and that's that's exactly what happened so the main match i mean it wasn't necessarily a huge point but the two wrestlers that really got me into it becky lynch and bianca belair and I had kind of, kind of, so this was just last year yeah. that I really started yeah. getting into it. So the match where Bianca cut Becky's hair, that was the one <laughs> oh, that yeah. really, and I was just like, she shouldn't have done that. But, you know, Becky kind of had it coming to her. And like, I, I really started getting into the storylines a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when that, that was it. So yeah. that was when I actually started actively watching it and sitting in there with him and um, and asking questions and things. And I didn't realize this until the end of last year that I, I feel so passionately about it. And it's something that I had when I didn't really have anything else. Not going to go into a lot of details, you know, how sure. a lot of... Right you know, health struggles and everything, you know, this past year. And when I feel like I didn't have anything else to latch onto, like I didn't have, I wasn't myself, even my old passions that I had, it didn't spark anything in me and wrestling did WWE did. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even realize that until the end of last year. (laughs) And when Brian actually got me a a t-shirt for Christmas, a wrestling t-shirt, and that was like my favorite gift. And I just, I couldn't believe how it had sparked something inside mm-hmm. of me again that nothing else was able to. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm a hardcore fan. Like I'm still learning <laughs> things. I don't know the names of all the moves. <laughs> you know, I don't, I still, I'm still learning wrestling wrestlers names and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm in it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. all in. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing is that wrestling it's, it it's it's not easy for people to get their head around but once they do they realize that it's such an amazing way of storytelling mm-hmm. it's I, as, as i try to explain to people wrestling isn't when you're going to watch monday night raw that's not wrestling what you're watching yeah 
is a live scripted television program about wrestling. Yes. You know, um, if everything there is, is, is just as real as any other show that you're watching, but, uh, it's been, it's been planned. It's predetermined. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people that likes to just joke and jab that like hey maybe the nfl's predetermined just to mess with <laughs> right i do that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and i'm glad that i'm glad that you brought that up too because mm-hmm. i'm a very i like to know what's going on behind the scenes i like to know the, mm-hmm. the back history of things and yeah I, i'm really glad you brought that up because one of the things that drew me in too a little bit more was watching the documentaries and things um Mm -hmm. with brian and again just sitting in the room and like you know mostly listening and then you know glancing up and looking at it and and stuff and i actually learned a lot about things and um you know about you know people falling from enormous heights and you know the the tragedy of you know some of the injuries and the, the people who were killed and uh it just that really made me open my eyes to how real wrestling mm. is yeah and yeah man <laughs> and that that's what had me watching like the moves a little bit more and like brian would mm-hmm. say see this this is like a variation on what they don't do anymore because of this and that's really what yeah. what uh sparked a little bit of an interest to me as well yeah. so so for me i'm going to touch on this because as as being as that i'm a longtime wrestling fan i've been watching wrestling since i was like five Mm-hmm. And so I started watching wrestling in the late eighties and early nineties. And I still do to this day, obviously <laughs> we watch it. We watch, we watch every Monday. We watch, we've been watching now every Friday. <laughs> yeah. Because I was the one who was like, I really want to like, watch Smackdown. Smackdown. I was like, okay, we'll watch Smackdown too. And we, so we, so we're watching everything now except for NXT, but, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, and I, and I've told Raven this before and, and guys, if, if you can back me up on this, I don't think that she would have got into professional wrestling during the attitude era as a female, considering how bad, how bad, how uh, bad women were treated by Vince McMahon during that. That era. was for us boys. And that's, and, and that's in the, in the gross way to say that. And that is in a very bad way to say that. And, and cause I was telling her, like I, we told her the other day, Eric and I told her the other day about the, um, about the, the live sex thing they did with mm-hmm. edge and lita and she was like are you fucking kidding me i was like no life sex celebration that happened <laughs> like That's insane. or all the times where i uh, saw her titty vince mcmahon would pull his pants down and he would make people kiss his actual ass this like, man's kiss my ass club this man there's my absolutely ass no way i would have been so disgusted i mean like I'm she really would have not got into wrestling then but i would have no. probably never given it a chance yeah. if i had known all of that ahead of time yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. not no. don't let her watch the uh episode of raw where may young gave birth to a hand oh Jesus. yeah you guys have mentioned that to me that sounds so or the or the stupid. or the really fucked up katie vick thing which we're not going to discuss the details of but no that yeah. that's bad you don't know about that do you no and i don't want to know okay yeah right you don't now. need to know <laughs> don't yeah don't do that but um anyway but uh but i think you <laughs> You as a as a person, because I know who because of who you are and stuff, this is a really good time for someone like you to get into professional wrestling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more specifically WWE, because now those of us who are longtime fans, we've had to deal with you know Vince McMahon, which we're gonna talk about him See, I'm later. Just sitting here thinking, Dude. sorry to interrupt, but I'm just you know. sitting here thinking like Bianca and even Becky and you know, hell, even Bailey, and I'm sitting here thinking like, you think for one second Bianca would have put up with that kind of shit? 
back then. Absolutely. No, not. they would never Absolutely have. They probably not. would have never joined wrestling if they if that's how. No, it was. I'm just right. Like, I, I cannot. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. I just can't so, wrap my head around. So my thing is, is um, for someone like you, you you watched wrestling a little bit when Vince McMahon took was was still head of creative. Yeah. yeah. And then, but the lucky part for you is, is now you have it as Triple H as the head of creative still. Oh my god, which he's amazing. We don't know how long that's going to be, but mm-hmm. but we're, we're going to talk about that later. Oh. We're we're getting to Vince McMahon. We keep we're talking gonna, about yeah. it. Let's just let's. <laughs> but the thing is, is um, you've 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 had you've got to really see some really good wrestling come out oh of what's gosh. going on as a current product right now. Yeah. And I think that's what's kind of really got you to really enjoy. I do think that there are some things from the Attitude Era that you should check out. We don't have to watch the women's stuff, but like, you know, <laughs> you're missing Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're missing The Rock. Absolutely. I mean, The Rock era was fucking amazing. Fantastic. I, I was gonna, I was going to ask, have you guys seen any Young Rock? We have not watched. I have. Yeah. I have watched two episodes of Young Rock, but she has not. They watched. are literally disguising wwf and i'll say it the the correct way uh wwf history by yeah. presenting it as a sitcom yeah and it's exactly. absolutely fantastic yeah we need to watch and that I, I i do i would like to see some of them especially where becky plays cindy croft or cindy Lauper. Yeah. it's just one episode it's real quick um they're at the the like celebration party for wrestlemania one yeah, and she comes out with Hulk Hogan for a second, but it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we'll um, and it's little show. moments like that. I hundred percent recommend it if you're a wrestling fan. Yeah. and it's it's something where like I I think it's they're trying to subvertly like indoctrinate more casual fans because they really That's are funny. like making it a fantastic story. Everything The Rock touches is gold. Oh, for sure. Oh man, absolutely. I, I, lo- I love Dwayne Johnson anyway. I man. mean, I, I certainly liked him way before I was into wrestling. So mm-hmm. yeah. So so we've we've heard how you got into wrestling and why you like uh why you've enjoyed professional wrestling. And let's turn it over to let's turn it over to the uh the yeah. experience group over here. Yeah. Who've uh, the veterans. <laughs> We we have I would say we have a much more tainted view of professional wrestling. <laughs> I have the most tainted view, and yeah, because you're you were a worker at some point. I I, I at one point I was did, a wrestler. You did it. I am a I am a championship holding you know former champion. <laughs> you are an actual champion. Uh, and yeah, you've you've worked in the business. Actually, yes. all of us I think some of us in a way have worked in the business i know eric you've worked in the business yeah absolutely eric does as well eric's worked in the business i've helped set up a ring before um you know i've done i've done some setup and stuff with billy rock school uh, uh wrestling yeah up there billy rock. uh when uh ruby, ruby riot or whatever the hell her name is now ruby soho yeah Dory. um wrestled there and so did uh, eddie, eddie kingston was there too yeah but um so let's talk about this and let's kind of compare. We we've been watching for a very long time and uh since we were children. And I know for me like I you know I started when I was like maybe 5 or 6 years old watching some late 80s stuff and then of course you know I grew up with Hulk Hogan and mm-hmm. you know Macho Man Randy Savage and all that and you know I got to see Ricky the Dragon Steamboat wrestle Million Dollar Man yeah. and Yazi. I got to see Mr. Perfect and and just so many more. Yeah, I don't even know who they are. You know, yeah, he, she's like, I don't know who that is. No, and with yeah, the pencil yeah, flip and everything, he doesn't Dude, know a lot of the history. We this this guy, we haven't was, went was, that catalog. 
This guy was so infuriatingly perfect that they would do vignettes of him doing like these outrageous things. And the fucked up thing is, is that like CGI didn't exist back then. So he was really doing these things and he was a heel. And that was his whole thing is that he got you to hate him because he's so insanely perfect. Like there was one, there was one vignette they did where he uh, took a basketball. He had a basketball. I'll never forget this. And he was in a, he was on a court. And he was saying something, you know, he was talking shit about somebody because he was he was a heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and that's why I'm Mr. Perfect. And he took the ball and he was like at the half court line, dude. Like he was <laughs> yeah. like way far from it. And he goes, That's why I'm Mr. Perfect. And then he threw it and it like went in. Oh my god. It's like this gosh. motherfucker, like, yeah, he, he was like he would throw footballs through through basketball hoops, uh the 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 fucking 80 yard line field goal kick. <laughs> yeah. Um I've literally never even heard of this. Oh, no, I'll pull up vignettes on YouTube so you can see because it's great. Yeah. Kurt Henning, dude. And and his his kids wrestle too. Like he's got generations. He's he's got a generational (laughs) family going on there. But but anyway, you know, you had the 80s where you had, you know, you had it was really about bad guy versus good guy. Yeah. In the most it was, comic it was, book it was definitely a cartoon. Possible. Yeah. I can it was see very that. comic book uh, cartoon form. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's what initially. And I that's what it, it. And that's what it was about the about that early or that late 80s uh, real like WWF I mean, wrestling. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I mean, mm-hmm. when I say when I was little, I mean, I was like four when yeah. I, you know, so. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah. and so then, uh, you know, um, once Vince McMahon started to take over, because. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you realize this, but Vince McMahon did not start the WWE. No, I knew that. It was his father. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Father. His father, um, Vince McMahon Sr. Senior. Right. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it was originally like the WWWF at, at one point, and then like it transitioned into the WWF. Yeah. But where, but where Vince, when, when Vince's father passed away is when he got reigns of it. And then that's when they started doing like Monday Night Raw, which actually, um, when this episode comes out, it will be the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. That actually oh. explains um, a lot because that would explain so, when around the time frame that I kind of stopped yeah. watching it. That's so interesting. When, so when, so when this man took over, um so so, so it was so it was pretty much you yeah. kind of almost mm-hmm. skipped the entire Vince man yeah. era this is why this is a good time for you to become really, a fan i think started getting into it until the middle of last year so, right yeah. towards the tail right end right before he retired yeah yeah so anyway so uh just imagine like monday night raw the first episode the commentators it was it was Vince man it was Macho Man Randy Savage, and it was like this guy named Rod Bartlett. He was a comedian, stand up. Oh my comedian. gosh! And I think he only did like one, maybe two episodes of Raw. And they used to record Raw, I think, from the, like the same place every week, and then they, you know, they yeah. went to Manhattan Center. Yeah, yeah, the Manhattan Center in, in New York. Yeah, of course. And so, and so, yeah, of course. And so, um, but for me, it was what really um, got me into watching wrestling was the Attitude Era. Because the Attitude Era was one of the best eras, and in, 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 it was one of the best, but also one of the most cringy to watch. I'll put it that way. Because Vince McMahon wanted to push the envelope on the edginess of wrestling. So when you say best, would you say entertaining? It was inter- there was a lot of entertaining moments and really great storylines that came out of that era. Mm-hmm. Like the cor- I, I think of a lot of horrible men- stuff. I think about the corporate mm-hmm. ministry. That was a really good one. Yeah. Like there was yeah. a there was a there was a storyline where. So the Undertaker, you know the Undertaker. Yeah. Okay. So he 
he formed this thing called the, the, he had this thing called the ministry and he had like a couple of people as a faction, mm-hmm. you know, uh, judgment day is a really good example of that. Like yeah, yeah, faction. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah, I know. So, I know so he had, is, so he had them and, um, he ended up going after Vince McMahon. was better than the judgment. He day. ended up going after, <laughs> he ended up going after, uh, Taker ended up going after Vince's daughter, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And that's when she kind of got brought in yeah. to the camera that's actually a really good transition. And they did this really fucked up thing where they put Vince's, uh, where, where Vince was like, he basically like almost looked like he crucified his daughter. Like he put her up on like. What the fuck? So, um, yeah, Undertaker, on, on live TV. Yeah, this is all on live TV. So, like, Undertaker has a logo, like a little symbol. I'll have to yeah. show you. Mm-hmm. And so they turned that into this giant thing. And like, uh, Taker like tied her up on it and they like raised her up on the like, like raised her up really high and. That's fucked he up. said some fucking dynamic mm-hmm. shit and dynamic shit. It was fucked up, man. Yeah, dude. And so then to make a really long story short, they kept talking about this guy G-O-D-R. called the uh, the higher power. And, and Ticker kept saying, oh, I, there's this higher power. There's this higher power. And so he got into this feud with like Vince, right? Mm-hmm. So to make a really long story short, they like they were they were getting into it with Stone Cold and Stone Cold was trying to save Vince's daughter. And, you know, and, and, and uh, Stone Cold and Vince already had a bad thing going on. You know, mm-hmm. like they, they, that's, that was their whole entire career was like mm-hmm. him and Vince McMahon going at all the time. I'll talk, I'll talk about one episode that was probably my favorite episode of Raw ever. And so come to find out, like they revealed who the higher power was. He came out, he's all in robes. And this is a very iconic moment. Yeah. And you find out that it was really Vince McMahon all along that did that to his own daughter. He's like, it was me, Austin. It was me all along. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. That's like such an iconic moment. I watched that live. in my head. Rent free sometimes. Did you guys watch that live when it happened? Hell yeah. I know I did. You want to know a fact about that? Um, Christopher Daniel was supposed to be the original higher power. Was he really? Yes. I didn't know that. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see Christopher Daniels doing that. And then. The episode of Raw where Stephanie was on the symbol, the symbol. Here's something I don't know if Josh might have heard about this, where they say Stephanie could have got impaled because it kept on going up and down on the ropes. That's how heavy mm-hmm. that thing was. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But so yeah, so they so that was like a big thing, and that was one of the better storylines. And then of course, crazy. you know when they had um, That's evil shit right when there. they had like The Rock and Stone Cold, those <laughs> were great. Um, those were the, really great the Stone Cold throwing the Rock's uh, belt. Yeah, he took the, the Rock's bridge. title, so he like oh, had the shit. Rock's WWE Championship, and he uh-huh. like threw it over a bridge. <gasps> he legit like did it too, like for real. Oh my god! And then there was like, I mean, it was Smoking such a fun title. time to be a fan because, granted, like, you know, we were we were we were all boys, and seeing the, you know, the girl stuff was like, mm-hmm. you know, sex sells. Well, yeah, especially when you're that age, but, you know. What I but mean? now, when you get older, and you're like, "Man, that was some fucked up shit that Vince did. Like yeah. that was wrong, yeah. right?" So, but outside of that, outside of the sexual stuff, everything else was pretty damn good. I mean, outside of the really creepy, weird, like May Young, Katie Dick shit. I mean, there's always going to be some weird great. shit in wrestling. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was uh, good, you, entertaining yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I, I'm, I don't want to just specifically talk about WWE here, but have you guys ever heard of a wrestler named Joey Ryan? And oh, Eric, yeah. give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Screw him. Fuck that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck Throw him that off guy. the bridge. That guy's terrible. 
Oh, I saw man. him wrestle in person one time. That was the cringiest fucking thing to watch. So, so you know, so this is me just mostly telling the listeners in Raven now. Uh, this gentleman would wrestle people with his penis. I think I told you about you that. You did tell me about this. <laughs> it's like, what What about that didn't send off so many red flags immediately? And dude, he had people like grabbing his dick. Yeah. Okay. What? So this is how this spot's going to go joking. down. You're going to grab my dick. And then I'm going to use the dick to suplex I'm you. Hook up. How does that work? Yeah. I mean, it's just, hilarious don't worry, the crowd's going to love it. I would, I, have, I would have told that guy to get the fuck out of my locker room. Dude, I watched but... this dude do it in person. And he and, and by the way, he has the most like 80s, like, um, I can't say that word, but Port. like, no, you can't, we can't. He has the most 80s, like, look to him. Oh. You get we me? Can't say that word. You can't, we can't say that word. Unfortunately, Eric just he said ha- that we're gonna have to bleep he, that out. He has the we'll bleep it out. He has that look to him. He has the most eighties like cr- creepy mustache dude look to him, like that. Go back like to he's the drive, AW, uh, like he's driving a van. Movie making sexual yeah. video guy. <laughs> he looked like a sexual <laughs> adult. Oh video. man, I didn't. There we go. I didn't know like we couldn't say that. Video the, is the problem. That's the word that draws the line. That's awesome. Like I'm, I don't have like the the sexual video music. It was the sexual right. adult guy who looked great. way too much like um, Tom Selleck. He does. And then there was a this really whole thing about. Way. Well, I mean, Burt Reynolds shit. Like, in a real Tom creepy Selleck, way. Yeah, I remember the uh, pay per view where yeah. Joey came out with a uh, bunch of uh, penises. That's just like druids. Yes. It was, I was <laughs> like, what the hell? What the hell is that? What yes. are you talking about? It was, it was oh the, my God. No. It was the precursor to the AEW. It was like, it was all out. It was Cody mm-hmm. and all them. Yeah, that was on that pay per view. I don't remember that. Yeah, well, and then like right after that, surprise, surprise, it came out that he was an actual sex offender. Oh, and no way. Yeah, (laughs) he got blacklisted and blasted from the community, and it was just okay, like Joey Ryan, no more. And then apparently, get this so because of all that stuff was under, um, like all the controversy was under the his ring name, Joey Ryan, he used his legal name to gain employment with no problem. So somebody finds him um i think no, it was he, Mag- he was working at the, the magic kingdom wait no way i didn't and, know yeah that. he was he was a, he was a right attendant at the magic kingdom like right after all this and everyone was like yo how the fuck did he get this job and disney's no. like please tell us more this so was I'm a talking- dude this was a dude that i saw this in person um <laughs> he he had a sucker yeah and he would put it down oh, no 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 literally literally do that and like and then he would like rub it on himself down his pants and you would watch him do it and then he would pull it out and he would like make he would shove it in your mouth Mm -hmm. i'm like not even fucking kidding so so yeah he was he was fired within 48 hours coming to light yeah absolutely and and Uh, then and then that's why and then then at that point brian was reminded wow this is kind of the same not not now they didn't do that they didn't do anything exactly like that on raw like you didn't have, you know, or, or in the attitude, or you didn't have people wrestling with their dicks on Raw. I bet if I mean Vince probably wanted to do it, and oh, they were God, like, oh, "We can't do that." So what? What was that from? Then? That was mostly like he was in Impact, independent I think. stuff, yeah. And he was he. Uh, well, do you yeah, know that first pay per view I went to when we moved down here to Southern Indiana that me and and yeah, what's his nuts and his yeah went to. That's where he was at at okay. OVW. It wasn't OVW. It was a TNA pay per view or uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
but he was there for that and that's where i saw him for yeah. the first time in person i was like oh my god i have to watch this shit Damn. and there were kids there and i'm like why would you I have not a picture with Joey Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't admit that but um but, but, but yeah no um but more on a lighter note there there are there are definitely so many more things to love about wrestling than ridiculous things to hate about it oh for you sure. know um the entire uh i think one of the highlights for me was the entire uh nwo thing in wcw we've been talking a lot dude, about that was everybody's shit back in the day but that was a really that was one of the best storylines Ever so, Raven. Yeah. So, are you aware of who the NWO is? Have you heard of them? I've heard of them. New World Order. So they're so they so so they were a big faction in like the mid to late nineties, and it was in WCW, which was WWE's competitive other huge competitor competitor at the time. Okay. And um, they were on the same networks as AEW is now. Okay. So like think TNT and TBS and stuff like that, and so basically, do you remember? when the bloodline um, this is how i can compare this to you <laughs> do you remember when the bloodline was coming to raw and like fucking shit up and like coming in oh, and attacking yeah. people yeah, yeah yeah that's what the that's nwo used to do yeah. that's what the nwo did okay they would like show up they would, like, get, they, but way worse like, they would get into it with oh, the broadcasters shit. they would take over the broadcast booth and like announce matches and shit okay, that's kind of funny. and they basically the like started yeah, and they mm-hmm. basically like started a big war with like wcw and it was the coolest thing yeah ever. it was awesome okay. Yeah, it was. That actually sounds kind of. It was dope. From from within WCW. From within WCW. Yeah, of course. So they were like, you know, the the story was like, and then they were like, there were there were people that were like on Team WCW, Mm -hmm. and then like the next moment they would like take their shirt off and they were actually in the NWO the whole time. Oh my gosh, dude! It was some of the most dope TV. Okay. And then there was the, the the split of the red and black NWO and the white and black NWO. And then mm-hmm. and then because because there were times when Monday Night Raw was taped, mm-hmm. so uh, Eric Bischoff was um, the head of Dude, all that, that was creators. so dirty. And he and he would release the um, he would spoil the matches for Raw on WCW. He'd say, "Well, tonight Mick Foley's that that was the big one." Because oh, like man, because like you know, Mick Foley. I've talked about him. He's, yeah. He was mankind, do love all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so he was top. he was wrestling a match against someone. I don't remember. Eric probably remembers. And he spoiled that that mankind was going to win. Was Mick Foley versus The Rock for the WWE Championship. Yes. He goes, well, you don't have to watch it because mankind's going to win the title tonight from The Rock. And this was like a big deal, dude. Like oh, huge oh, deal. My gosh. And I it pissed been so like Vince pissed. McMahon. It pissed off like Vince McMahon to like. To no end. Well, yeah, because he I was mean, like, straight right up so, spoiling like yeah. TV for people, and Eric's like, "Well, you don't have to watch uh, Monday Night Raw because Mankind's going to win yeah. the title tonight." From and, because and, fuck you, that's why. Yeah, oh, okay, like, thanks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, they were doing so much unheard of stuff that you would never expect to have happen today. Like, and that's what made watching it in that era fun. Because because now it's like. Even now, it's not as it's not as heightened now as it was then, right? Right, mm-hmm. guys. It's not as it's yeah. not as I I don't think wrestling now is as grasping as it was back then. No, like they they definitely still do cool out crazy things, but it's not so much as like so back the then. WWE Spirit Squad. Politically correct. No, I don't mean that. I mean okay, like the I surprise element. Oh, okay, okay. So, like yeah. back then, WWE had a motto called "Anything can happen in the WWE." Oh, 
Okay. But now it just feels like yeah. we all know what's going to happen in WWE mm-hmm. because things well, feel kind of predictable, I mean, and I you know that. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Remember how I told you, like, oh, well, you know, and, and even well, watching. And I've, started, I've started to know what to look for, like the distractions yeah, and certain She's learning the ways. And, oh, she I knows. really am. Hell really. yeah. And, like, even, <laughs> even the storyline leading up to a big match or something, and I'm just going to – and, like, we'll have predictions, and, and I'll be like, who do you think is going to win? And I'll be like, well, I think so-and-so is going to win because of this. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, and I'll be right. Like it, it is. Do you guys? Do you guys feel? But it's fun. I'm gonna ask my veterans. Do you guys feel like wrestling is not as enjoyable to watch anymore, knowing that we we can predict almost how an entire match is gonna get called? That's why I watch it now. See, I think honestly, is it really? That's part of why I like it too. I think. Well, you got to realize that I've I've actually been there, done that. Yeah. So I guess there's there's the part of me that will never let it go. Right. And I. I, I critique every match I watch. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Do you feel like, do you feel that way too? Like, do you feel like when you're watching wrestling, is it, do you just like, cause sometimes we like, Oh, well, there's no way that, because now that they've focused on this guy in the match, there's no way that he's going to win. Sometimes we can kind of figure though. out. Sometimes they'll surprise us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the surprise element is, uh, is drastically. Well, first off, Josh, let it go, man. Let it go. Yeah, I'm still gonna. I'm gonna get back in shape. I was supposed to have uh, a 2020 comeback that didn't happen because of a certain global bastard that shut everything yeah. down. And then I got fat again. Yeah. And then I started having health problems. Well, like I've I've said it. This isn't even me coming back and saying um, this. So this isn't an exclusive scoop. But I'm coming back. It's gonna happen. Absolutely. And you're gonna wish I didn't. <laughs> no, I just feel it's like- a spoiler. I feel like WWE has lost that that surprise element magic because yeah. back then, dude, we turn we like, would tune in and we would not know at all. Like, because I remember reading the dirt sheets and then you know and stuff and and that was a uh, fun part of it. But now it just feels so like you know, like we know Cody Rhodes is probably gonna come back at Royal Rumble. I mean, there's yeah. no there's no surprise there. But you don't know how. We don't know how, but you know, yeah. Like, but I mean, that's kind of like for me. The last time I was shocked and all in wrestling was December twenty twenty. Dude, why? <laughs> why? Why? Wait, what happened December twenty twenty? Stink made his debut in AEW. Nobody knew about that. Nobody knew yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I would say for me. And when, I, I guess you're right. Like I was like <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but like, no, it's like why? Um but no, it, it, I, I guess that's kind of the point is that everybody's got their thing that you 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 really weren't expecting Sting though. I think for me it yeah. was actually seeing CM Punk in AEW. Cause like I think that was the no. most pop that I got out of it because <laughs> no one knew where he was going, if he was coming back, if he was really gonna come back. And he had said for such a long time, I'm never coming back to wrestling again. And then he did that really awful run in the UFC where he got knocked the fuck out like twice. Yeah, dude. And it's how JDF and I bonded for the first time. And uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and then and then you and then you know that was a fun time to read the the dirt sheets in the IWC, the internet wrestling community. Yeah. And and because no one knew. Is he gonna is he gonna make things right with Vince and come back to WWE, which we no, kind of all knew like that was never. And, and but then, but then when AW was like, 
we're gonna do a big show in chicago and it's like hmm wonder why they're going there and dude yes see, i knew that was fun was it but see that's the thing was it really shocking because i remember you Not talking to me. to me about the rumors ahead of time and you were telling me ahead of time who CM Punk was and how you really but liked it him was, and stuff but it like was that. Still... But but here's the thing: just because something is predictable doesn't mean it still can't be fun, and doesn't mean oh, it no, still can't it was be entertaining. Fun. That was no, fun. it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Fuck CM Punk. That was you have a personal vendetta <laughs> yeah. against him. <laughs> <laughs> like me re- like okay i'm reading a book right now that's extremely predictable i think i figured out the ending almost like halfway through it but mm-hmm. everything that happens in between is fun like you know how we always predict like what's going to happen oh, on no, handmaid's no. tale oh, no. i think you, like i think, that, I think you've mistaken how i feel about it probably it is mm-hmm. absolutely it was absolutely fun <laughs> but you were asking if reading, it was more or less enjoyable to reading now, the rumor why. reading well i'm talking about the cm punk specific thing oh, okay it no, was absolutely general, fun reading the rumors and, and and talking about it with people on reddit and other places in the iwc because mm-hmm. we didn't know for sure what punk was going to do no, no one had, to talk about I'm no one about had wrestling known. in general because you had asked well, that's like, if... well yeah and I'm, so I'm saying like but that's but that is one moment sure that there really hasn't been any other, i think the last moment for me outside of the punk thing was the 2017 wrestlemania i don't remember what number that was i'm sure eric's mm-hmm. like oh it was wrestlemania 5 or some shit but like <laughs> but that when um when the hardy boys came back and no one yeah. expected that was a huge pop. And then they won that match. That was. Too. That was fantastic. Um, when the New Day came out, it was like, oh, but there's one more, you know, team. And that was a huge pop. That was huge for me. I popped at home. Huge. That was so yeah, fucking yeah. cool to see. But uh, honestly, those moments now, and, and, and guys, let me know, those moments now are very few and far between, uh, unlike in the, in the mid to late to late mm-hmm. to 90s. Would, would you guys agree with me on that? I would agree. I can even see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can definitely. You know, um, because because honestly, like when I think about it, the last time I really marked out like real hard, like real real hard, was um, Co- Cody Rhodes coming to WWE for like no reason. But other than Cody that, Rhodes? like when Cody Rhodes came back to WWE, you know, seemingly for no reason. Which he still has it like he, he talks about it. he's like I just wanted the belt and it's like nah there's something else going on. But I'm a huge Cody fan. So I was I am excited a huge to Cody see him fan. wherever he goes. I, uh, I, I literally ordered that t shirt during the commercial. <laughs> when when they were like Cody Rhodes is back, you can now get your official WWE Cody Rhodes t shirt. And they while they were talking, I ordered that shirt. I need you to know this. That's so like <laughs> so speaking of so speaking of Cody Rhodes. I was wearing a Cody Rhodes at the time too. Let's let's get into now the Royal Rumble. Okay. So the Royal Rumble is going to be is in about two weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, I think this will be your actual first first no way Royal yes. Rumble. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. You're going to be watching. Yeah. I'm excited to experience it with mm-hmm. you. You're going to love it. It's a fun thing. Um, doesn't even matter this who really wins. You're like gamble. Always- it doesn't even matter who wins. It's just fun to watch. <laughs> yes. to watch. Yeah. Of and because there's just wild shit. Now, th- now, now remember how we said surprises. <laughs> yeah. This is where WWE does do that. Like they okay. do that yes. very well. Okay. Like Absolutely. you're going to have like, there was one year, Brian. I'll tell you this. There was one year, there was one year where 
um, where uh, Drew Carey was yes, in as an real intern. talk no that happened. Yeah, he came in January two thousand one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Eric knows everything. <laughs> there's there's so, a joke every year. I don't forget that that, that somebody that I'm watching the rumble with says that I'm going to be one of the celebrity entrants or one of the guest entrants and shit. So Johnny Knoxville last year. Yeah, absolutely. I had people come. No, was that was, that was WrestleMania. That's no, he was, was in the rumble. Is which one? Yeah, he was, was in the rumble Yeah, my bad. My bad. That was last year. Yeah. It, but it was yeah. at Royal Rumble. Yeah. That was last year. Yeah. Okay. So it so happened at both. Yeah. Watch, I didn't consciously sit down and watch the whole thing. It was one of those where I was just in there with you when you were watching it. Yeah. So we got so so this is a really great thing for you to watch as a fa- as a full fledged fan for the first time because mm. there's going to be some shock and awe. There's uh, gonna be, you know, who's gonna be the the, the always the big question is who's gonna be the last person to enter the rumble because that's the, they have a the the best odds at winning it. And so, so what exactly is the Royal Rumble? So the Royal Rumble <laughs> is a match <laughs> that so so the Royal Rumble. Do you want to know how it works, or do you are you are you wanting to know like the? So I'll, I'll just I tell know you how it works. There's supposed to be thirty people. So it's a thirty mm-hmm. man match, and they've only announced like sixteen or so. So it's like a thirty man match. They, they do a men. They do a women's rumble too. So you're yeah. gonna see a women's mm-hmm. rumble. Okay. So it's thirty. It's thirty men in one match, and thirty women in another. Right. Two people start out the match. Okay. And usually how it goes is they everybody draws a number from like a big okay, lottery. Is this ball. Like a no. Well, no, 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 as, as, the, as the story let me, goes. Let me explain. So two men enter. And then I think it's like every 30 seconds. Okay, yes. Every another person. Seconds. Every 90 seconds. Every 90 seconds. Okay. So a minute and a half. Yes. So every 90 seconds. Okay. The third entrant comes in, then the fourth. Oh, so they're whoever got those together. numbers, whoever all got those numbers right, and the you get eliminated by throwing your opponent over, over the, top the top rope. rope. They can't go through the middle. Right, both feet have to touch the floor. I remember that now. That's very key. Okay, because over they do the some top rope cool, and both feet. Yeah. They do some pretty cool spots with that too. Mm-hmm. It's like Kofi Kingston would always like have one foot touch, and then he'd like walk on the banister I, and I jump start in. To remember a yeah. little bit of that. So year, yeah. so this happens. Mm-hmm. Until all thirty men have entered the ring, now, and they're, and usually they're not always in there. They never have all thirty men in the ring at, at once. once. Now, <laughs> there was a year where they did start the the rumble with all thirty men in the ring at one time. That's crazy. And they just eliminated until they so it doesn't have. quote unquote officially start until everybody is out there, right? No, it starts when oh, okay. the first oh, yeah. two are in the ring. Okay. Oh yeah, there's been people that started at one and won the whole thing. Yeah, there's oh people gosh. that have like Ray Mysterio one year came in as the first entrant and he won the entire thing. Two thousand yeah. six. Who else? What? Who uh, else? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. Rick Flair yeah. won it from number two or three in '93. Yeah. Won the WWE title. And then like there are people that have eliminated more people. Like I know Kane eliminated like fifteen people one year. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool. So that then, so then, and anyone can show up. So and anyone oh and anyone can show up at any time. Uh, so like you never know who's gonna come in. So it's a very like it does have they, you on they, the edge of your seat. They throw in a lot of like classic guys who is like, hey, you want to do one more thing? Yeah, I'll do one more they thing. Have, like, Let Tatanka me get my fat ass one year some came in. Yeah, exactly. You know, like really classic wrestlers who don't really the honky tonk man, the honky tonk yeah yeah. So so what Orange happens Rondo. is so what yeah. happens is this goes on and then. Uh, whoever is the last person left in the ring, they win. 
Uh-huh. And they get to go on to WrestleMania uh-huh. and and quote unquote main event WrestleMania. Uh-huh. And they get their choice of usually they get their choice of who they want to take on. But since Roman Reigns has both belts, yeah. basically who's going to win this year is going to face Roman at WrestleMania. I, I feel like what they're going to do uh-huh. is the winner this year is going to choose one be- between one of the two of the belts. And then the yeah. other one is a whole nother thing that I don't know if we should get into in this episode or not. I don't think I that's theory. gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, I mean, the breaking of the Raw and SmackDown tag titles again. Thank God. Thank you, Triple H, for doing Thank that. God. Well, you know, if they're doing that, then they're probably doing that with the Big Boy too. So I'll just go ahead and say what my prediction is yeah. for the Rumble: is that Cody's gonna win. Win. I actually have two different predi- predictions, but it's both the same story: is that Cody's gonna win. And he's going to choose one of the belts. Mm-hmm. And then somehow the rock's going to come in that's because that's going to happen. And I know that you don't, I, I think it, so. Too. They, I they think set so too. it up. They set it up last year in an episode of young rock and they made it blatantly obvious that they were <laughs> yeah. doing more than just making that a reference. That belt. So I didn't see that, but I've heard about it a couple of times. And even we're, before that prediction, quote unquote prediction, though, like mm-hmm. that was already, I mean, we were already had it on the radar that the rock was coming back. I mean, like they've made hints and stuff throughout Raw. I feel like mm-hmm. they have, but I felt like he was going to come back way back in the day when he was really throwing his dick around as the tribal chief. And then they had the wild Samoans come in and they were like, oh, yeah, no, he's the head of the table now. We're all stepping down. And I was like, no, where's where's Mr. Elect the most electrifying man in all sports entertainment history? Yeah, I agree with you, Josh, to an extent. I think either uh-huh. what's gonna happen is they're gonna keep both belts on Roman till Mania. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't are. know what's I don't know what's gonna happen with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Obviously, Sami Zayn's gonna turn face. It's kind of obvious at this point. They've been they've been hinting at him. They've been especially after oh, last yeah, night's yeah, SmackDown, yeah. where mm-hmm. they uh, they interrupted his match with Kevin Owens and he got kind of pissed off about that. So yeah, here's my take. See Sammy's hesitation. I think Sammy and Kevin Owens are going to team up, win the belts off the Usos. That that I is. I would love that. So Agreed. Much. That's what Agreed. I think is going to happen. I love KO. And then one of two things is going to happen uh, during the Rumble. I think Cody's. Here's what I think. Cody is going to be number twenty nine. Mm-hmm. The Rock's going to be thirty. Yeah, I think the Rock would have. To one win. of the two of them is going to win. And Either the Rock way, how gonna, that goes, and I, and I think both of them are getting a title shot. And it's going to be an incredible. They're going to be the last two in the ring, and we're going to see something we never thought we would ever see: the Rock versus Cody Rhodes. And that would be a hell of a way for Cody to come back. Oh my! Right? Yeah. And then be, what's going to happen? The what's going to happen is Seth Rollins is going to screw I Cody. Seth, Seth is going to come out, <laughs> and he's going to screw Cody. That's what I think well, I mean, is going to yeah, happen. They still got some beef because they got a beef still, right? Sure. And Cody's going to get fucked over by Seth, mm-hmm. and The Rock's going to win the Rumble. That's what's going. That is my prediction. And I think somehow Seth is going to come back. And he's going to be Austin Theory for the U.S. title again, mm-hmm. and they're going to set up Cody and Seth for the U.S. title at Mania. You, you guys That's what I think. Cody's already had that title. Mm. I know he has. I know he has. Now, now, do, what I would I like, see Cena versus uh, now, now, I would prefer, bro, to I see Cody. So I would prefer to see Cody win the belt at Mania myself. Mm-hmm. Right, he needs to not, win the belt for his dad at but Mania. That doesn't make 
sense no, right now. No, I think it makes sense. I think that could happen too. It makes perfect sense. Roman Reigns' run is over. It's 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 getting flat. It's yeah, getting yeah. stale. Nobody wants to see it anymore. I yeah, agree it's with that. The, it's the champion that did too much. I'm already and, over it, and I haven't even been into it that long. But we but 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 can we all agree Cody Rhodes is coming back during the Rumble? I, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yes, y'all think y'all think he's coming back as an intro. I predicted him coming back last year as as Seth Rollins's misery opponent at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, we all knew that. Yeah, I think we all knew that was happening. So yeah. it's like, no, this is happening. Yeah, I uh, think Cody's going to show up in the Rumble. Now, if he doesn't show up, as, I don't. Now, if he doesn't show up as thirty, he might show up as like fifteen or sixteen, and then they have The Rock be number thirty. Hmm. Oh, I think they'll definitely yeah. have The Rock as number 30. I mean, I yeah. think that would be yeah. just the biggest shocker. Because he's going to win, and then he's going to say, uh, Roman's not the head of the table. I, I am. am. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I'm the real head of the table. And that's exactly what needs to happen. And that but, needs to be um, how it happens. Honestly, I'm, I'm calling it is is they're going to they're gonna call back to the uh, 27th entry as being the statistically the most winning entrant. Oh, because yeah. they haven't done that in a while. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. But it's going to be exciting. Now, who do you guys think is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble? I don't even remember who all's in it. I know Everything is so shaken uh, up in the women's division right now. It really yeah, is. since Charlotte won the belt, they just screwed up everything. Oh, my God. I know, I'm yeah. I'm so sick of Charlotte. I like, because the, they were like yeah. Becky versus Ronda at Mania. Like, that was their, their pitch all last year. Becky yeah. and Ronda. But then when yeah, Ronda lost the belt to uh, Charlotte. Yeah. I think Becky's gonna win the I'm Rumble. thinking Bianca. I would fucking love if Becky won the Rumble. Did you say Bianca? He did. And I don't Bianca's disagree with him at all. Bianca's the champion, my man. Bianca's not gonna win the Rumble, dude. She's not gonna win the Rumble. She can still drop the belt, though, at the Rumble. Think about it. She could pull the whole Brock Lesnar when Brock no, lost the belt. I don't, I don't see her doing that. She's no. not gonna, she, she would have to turn heel at that point. I don't no, see no I'm, I'm with you. I well, think no, they no, would do something like, just to fuck with us. I think that they're yeah. either gonna have they're, about, they're either gonna have Becky. Put the bet on Alexa. I think. The last two people in the Ooh, women's Alexa. rumble is going to be Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch. I can see that. And whoever wins will get their mm-hmm. choice between Bianca I, and I Charlotte know. Flair. I think they're going to I think Bianca will probably be one of the last with Alexa as well though. I think they're really going to play up this feud with Bianca and Alexa a little bit more. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. that was just Here's my wild That card. was just maybe that was just the transition to Alexa being, you know, out of control again. I don't know. Yeah. But um yeah. You said you had a you said you had a wild card. Who's your wild card, Eric? Yes. Rhea. Rhea Ripley? Oh, that's kind of a good one. That'd be good. You know, and, you go back and, and years ago, is, she was the finest. Yeah. 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 That's a good um, one. Yeah. You know who I think my wild card is gonna be in the men's war rumble? Hmm. Edge. Uh, Edge. Yeah. Absolutely on this day. Edge yeah. is coming back on that day. On this cards. day, <laughs> Edge will be. Day. Edge is going to do another. Edge, Edge is mm-hmm. going to pull on Edge. He's going to come back at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what Edge does. Edge he will not is, win uh... it. He will not win it. But he will be coming back. He spears Here's people and he comes back at the Rumble. <laughs> He's going to come Cody, back. <clears throat> He'll probably end up spearing Cody Finn Balor. He'll probably end up spearing Finn Balor. Which man? Let me tell you, I hate. That's just the one thing that I do hate about the WWE is when they take like really good wrestlers and they just shit on them like they're doing yes. Finn Balor right now. Oh my god! Well, and that's how I, I kind love of, Finn Balor. But that's how I kind of felt. Yeah, about he's one Rhea. of my favorites. That's kind of how I felt they did with Rhea. Mm-hmm. I'm like they're and they totally screwed over you know Dom's cha- Dominic's chance to like 
branch out on his own. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just so over the whole judgment. It's got to be really hard being the son of Right. What? He made him prison, Mike. What, Eric? Don't be hating on Dom. He's been in the prison, yo. He's been up in that big dog. Yeah. Yeah. You got to remember who his dad is, Poppy. He's he's the son of Latino yes. Heat. Okay, that's that's Eddie Guerrero's kid right there. I know. He ain't nobody's kid. He's he's like, Never mind. We're not even gonna go there. We're not, not even. But guys, 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 my dog. dog. So but much. guys, he like has Russia. the teardrop tattoo. He is yeah, legit. I'm your he puppy. Have real teardrops. He is uh, legit. He's, he's, he's legit, not legit man. anything. He's a legit. Like, that's that's guys, definitely done backstage. He spent 24 hours, okay, person. in jail. Yeah, that does a lot to me. Spend 24 hours. He's a legit baby, is what he is. I I've spent more time in jail. I love how me. passionate you are about I this. I am. I so am. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, dude. This is what I'm talking about. Guys, I gotta cut out. I gotta go to work. Okay. Um, all right. My picture is Cody and the Rock. Cody and the Rock. And my wild cards is Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you gotta look. And then my women, it's it's uh, Bianca and and Becky because they're one against Alexa the belt. That's been the rumor now since she's now psycho crazy. That's true. I That's been that. yeah, That's true. Yeah. I could see that. All right, well we we'll see and, Eric. We're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do. He had one more. He had a wild card. Oh, for, you had a wild card. Can I see one more thing? Yes. Fuck Vincent Man. Yes. Yes, and well, we're gonna talk about absolutely. that now. Uh, we'll now. see you, Eric. We're gonna do a now. WrestleMania show. By the way, guys, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do a big WrestleMania cool. show. Are we gonna talk any more about after the Rumble? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. I, I, do you like pro wrestling? From surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I like WWE. Do you love pro wrestling? <laughs> Absolutely. That's what this is about. Brian Raven. This is what we'll this see, Eric. Is. We'll see you, Eric. See ya. Later, brother. But Brian got me a, a Seth freaking Rollins shirt <clears throat> for Christmas, and I just like, I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> I went to high school. With a kid that was just a big jerk ass that looked exactly like Seth Rollins. So every time I see him, I just see his stupid face. I'm like, dude, you're a dick. Like, That's funny, actually. <laughs> yeah. So that, everybody's like, what's your problem with Seth Rollins? And I'm like, funnily enough, he didn't do anything to me personally. I just don't like his stupid face. Well, what's funny is that I actually um, DJed with a guy and we were really good friends for a while. Um, we haven't been in touch a lot lately, but when I first started watching WWE, he his mm. man, Seth's mannerisms and like some of the things he would say and stuff actually reminded me of him, and I was just oh, like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> so, so let's go we're ahead now. About the Vince problem because we are uh, hitting that. Yeah, we're getting we're getting late into the show, so let's go ahead and move into the Vince McMahon stuff. So, I'll do a little bit of recap here, and we'll get into a discussion. So, <clears throat> for those who don't know. For the longest time, Vincent Mann was the executive chairman of the board of the WWE. Vincent was, Kennedy McMahon. Uh, also, yeah, whatever. He was the uh, <laughs> he was also the head of creative. And um, so there were some allegations that came out last year that he Shocked committed no some sexual assault with some women. Which I mean, are we really are, are we really shocked about this? Nah, no, not at all. We, I've seen it on TV because ha, uh, because Vince McMahon has a very long history of controversies within the uh, WWE. So what happened was is he was under investigation, and he was asked to step down as the chairman 
of the WWE as well as head of creative. He left back in July of last year. And ever since his departure, the product has gotten 20 million times better because he's been gone. Triple H uh, took over. Paul DeBisk uh, took over Mm -hmm. as head of creative, rightfully so. And uh, since uh, Vince McMahon was also the CEO of the WWE, um, that filled a big gap. So uh, basically who took over was Stephanie McMahon, his daughter, and Nick Khan. They were both Mm -hmm. co-CEOs of the WWE. So we have, uh, since, since this all happened, Triple H rehired a lot of the people that Vince McMahon released, such as Bray Wyatt, which was one of the biggest ones. Johnny Gargano, um, Gargano came back. You John had wrestling. you had him. You also had Dexter Loomis return, <laughs> which was fantastic. I fucking love it. You had um, <laughs> you had many many people that got released that Triple H brought back, and it went on to being so much so that we never knew who was going to come back. Because Triple H kind of, uh, he, you know, he, he at one point, the NXT was his baby. And a lot of these wrestlers that got let go were a product of NXT. And uh, he, he got uh, told that he could no longer, um, uh, you know, run NXT. And they got taken away from him by Vince McMahon. So um, now hmm. uh, Vince McMahon uh, released in a statement hmm. several weeks ago that he was going to return to uh and you, you guys are hearing my dog right now that's fine uh to the wwe as the head of the board and to help the wwe process a sale of the company which everyone is against um except for the stupid except for the three people that stepped down which he which by the way he rehired them and the fuck? he rehired two of those people by well, the way of course yeah. he would because so, they're all in his favor so he brought two of them back because three of them, down, because three of them, back. because three of them had to step down so that Vince McMahon could come back. And so now he is back as the head of the uh, board at WWE. He is not creative yet. Um, Stephanie McMahon has resigned from the company as co CEO. I hate that. I hate that. Um, so much. Mm-hmm. She was she was on an extended leave before everything happened, but then Vince McMahon yeah. decided that he was going to be a dick to mm-hmm. his own daughter, which no shock there. And, and he left the company. And so she's like, well, so much for that. So she had to go back. Yeah. She didn't have to. So no, she, she kind of had to. Well, I mean, yeah. They, but... So uh, and then there have been recent rumors as far as the last couple of days that the WWE is going to sell to the Saudi Arabia. Yeah. To sell Saudi Arabia, which is a really fucking dumb thing to do. Yeah. They've already gone back to being a private company. And, um, so let's discuss. So, Josh, what are your thoughts on this whole scenario, man? Um, first of all, um, I, w- I would like to bring my first question to the, the board. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, because nothing about this seems on the level. Um, I agree. Also, having been both a fan of wrestling and a part of wrestling, um, part of me wants to believe that him stepping down a while back was all part of a big grand scheme to change shit around and get out of trouble because let's face it. The reason that he stepped down is because everyone was like, you did what? And he was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of got, you know, in trouble for it. And it's, it's, yep. I did it. I spent company money on, you know, bad, very naughty things. And, um, I don't know. I feel like this whole thing was sent to, uh, 
make us forget about what Vince did. Let him be gone long enough. But here's the thing. Everybody really liked it when he was gone. We loved it when he was gone. Yeah. Like, like, let's be real here. How many times have you or me talking to each other or talking amongst friends have said, man, we can't wait for the day Vince McMahon retires. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that day came and we were like, oh my God, thank God. And, and, and the uh, social media was like, yes. You know, like we all, it was a very big celebration yeah. was yeah. Vince finally like saying goodbye. Right. It's, it's, it's a very twisted thing because on one hand we have wrestling the way that we have wrestling today because of Vince McMahon. But on the other hand, he was the biggest cancer to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's a good point because, you know, uh, if we didn't have Vincent Man, we wouldn't have WWE. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a lot of things we wouldn't have had if we didn't have Vincent Man. And he was, I remember when he was just releasing people, like when Bray Wyatt got released and he's totally screwed up the fiend storyline with that good dumb amount of storytelling in that in the hell in a cell match like why right and the whole thing with the fiend uh, was i don't know man that's where i draw the line like undertaker was fine but now that we've got some stupid juggalo pennywise the dancing clown shit going on like (laughs) i hate bray wyatt i hate bray wyatt and i hate the fiend Bray like White's stupid Firefly Funhouse was dumb as hell too. I thought that I was stupid. I thought that was stupid. <laughs> Man, like I don't know. I remember, I remember that coming on TV, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" I told Brian, I was like, "This is the kind of shit that I, I that got me away from watching wrestling. Like I just, yes. I couldn't get into that shit." Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the fiend I thought was kind of cool. I just didn't think it needed the Firefly Funhouse aspect to it. No. Now, now, current Bray Wyatt, I'm digging. I'm kind of digging this stuff. Yeah, with, it's still kind of up in the air for me. Uh, with the Uncle Howdy thing, which we all know is absolutely his brother. Bo um, Dallas. You better Bo Dallas. It. Um, which is kind of dope. It's good to see they did something with him without, you know, doing something different. We all know He's Alexa Bliss is going to be part of it, too. In the hallway. Mm-hmm. We all know Alexa Bliss is going to be a part of it, too, because it's mm-hmm. going that way. So... Um, it's a stark it's been a stark difference between what the project was then even a few months ago mm-hmm. before even like during the um, beginning of the summer with Vincent man versus now the fall and where we're at now it's a mm-hmm. much much more entertaining and enjoyable product as we all knew it would be under triple h because if you saw what he did with nxt you know he he and he built up becky lynch ba- Dude, bailey yes. sasha banks Old Charlotte NXT Flair, was dope. you know, those were the women that mm-hmm. they were the four horsewomen of the WWE yeah. that led the path for all the other female wrestlers that came after them, and that was because of Triple H, because mm-hmm. he he took he you know yeah, and then of course also Seth Rollins, big yeah. part of big product from Triple H. So, are you guys concerned at all now that Vince Man is back? Even, yes, even though he is currently the just the board. He's uh, not just chairman of the board, rather. No, I, I was I was I actually referred to this year's Royal Rumble as possibly the last great pay-per-view ever from the WWE. And by ever, I meant because they're probably not going to be around by the time WrestleMania comes around, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope that my hope is that 
Vincent Mann stays away from creative. I I have a fear that Vincent Mann has even been talking to uh, Triple H about stuff creatively. Mm-hmm. And I hope Triple H doesn't listen to a single thing that Vince says. But I think he will because that's still his father-in-law. Right. And he still has some <clears throat> respect for Vince McMahon. Right. So it's kind of hard for that to play that balancing mm-hmm. act, you know. But here's the thing: Do you think he has respect for Vince McMahon in the in the business, um, right. or I mean, do you think his lack? Of, and of course, we can't get into speculations or anything here. But I just, I, I'm so beyond livid and disappointed that the WWE would even let him back in, and the three people that stepped down. For him mm-hmm. to come back on the board just piss me off the most because what kind of person do you have to be to allow a person like that back into that business? Any kind of business. Absolutely not. Yeah. And I just am so, I don't even want to think about it because I i do feel kind of like what you said, Josh, that WWE is not going to be the same. And mm-hmm. I am a part of that just kind of breaks my heart because i've gotten so passionate about it and so into it yes and i i'm so disappointed i'm so upset about this Mm -hmm. i just really am i and not even just as a woman but as a person in general like i i hate injustice of any kind and this just feels like a huge slap in the face to everybody yeah it really does so this is twofold for me because one there's, there's a couple reasons why this makes me mad makes me mad because Vince McMahon is a greedy, jealous motherfucker. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's like, dude, you're like almost 80 years old. You can't find something else to do. Like, you, right. like, like, do you really need to stay? I mean, it's almost like how you have those wrestlers that, those workers that they stay beyond their prime and, and their staying now has mm-hmm. caused the, 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 the quality of the brand to come down. Yeah, it's like it's like Ric Flair. Ric Flair is a great example. Of that. I like Ric Flair, right? He did a lot for the business. Nobody but wanted I, that last match to happen. But I feel like he should never have that last match. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. It showed exactly why he should have stopped doing this shit a long ass time ago. Yeah, he should. But he's the kind of person. He has that Vince McMahon type syndrome where he's like, no, 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 no. I'm never gonna quit. I'm gonna quit until the day I die. It's like, but you doing that, it looks bad. It looks bad mm-hmm. on pro wrestling as a whole. It does. And so Vince McMahon coming back and forcing his way back <clears throat> is a blemish on pro wrestling as a whole, not just the WWE. Agreed. But on pro wrestling as a whole, because pro wrestling as a whole is mostly the WWE. Granted, mm-hmm. you have New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is killing it. You have right. up and coming well, AEW, which is they're a little rocky, but they're trying their best. It was a lot better a couple years ago and they've kind of started to lose quality which has brought a lot of scrutiny to them absolutely and and having CM Punk didn't help yeah well and then a lot of the thing that a lot of people don't realize is the AEW really is responsible for kind of getting everyone to be like let's play together yeah let's do this like they call it the how many times have you heard the forbidden door thrown around the last oh absolutely and every single one of them was because AEW dared to say fuck it I don't care who's under contract let's do it yes and, and but they're doing good things, and they're doing a lot mm-hmm. more things good than uh, TNA did at the time. Mm-hmm. It, it part of me is like I'm I'm part of the problem where it's like yeah, AEW is not really a great product right now. But then at the same time, 
um, it makes me sad that it's not where it's at because of what they tried to do. And in the earlier days, I was huge on AEW. Oh, I was too. Um, you know, and I, there's there's definitely a lot of guys on their roster that I absolutely love. Yes, but I feel like <clears throat> they they overloaded it. They went they okay. They tried too everyone, hard. Everyone that WWE fired, you can come over here, and it's like no, there's. I, I get it. Not a lot of people want to be associated with Impact right now. They're pretty much considered independents again. Yeah. But at the same time, like there's still New Japan. Um, you know, um, Mercedes Monet just got hired by New Japan and debuted at Wrestle Kingdom. If you didn't see that, I did. I did see that, and Bailey now. actually went yep. and surprised her. Yeah, that was great. That's awesome. That's 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 nice. That's nice. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I I feel like that's the thing is that it's not really competition anymore. It's just which flavor do you like? Yeah, and I can dig that. I do, oh, yeah. I, that's 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 how I like my wrestling more. I, do too. I don't like it when it's <clears throat> granted the Monday Night Wars was absolutely a fantastic and amazing time in my life. Absolutely. But I don't like it in the terms of, oh, this week on WWE versus AEW. No, no. Do you know why I like AEW? Because I like characters on there. Do you know why I like WWE? Because I like characters on there. Do yes. you know why I like watching you know anything else because i like it i like characters on there i like the show you know um, well, I feel wrestling like the, is wrestling well i feel like the fans too have become way more toxic now too in that sense because dude they make it it's almost like the uh toxicity within video gaming sony versus mm-hmm. microsoft dude, now everybody's gotten now about now it's like aw versus WWE. it's like why has it got to be a versus why can't we all just like wrestling dude? not even why not can't even. we all just like pro wrestling mm-hmm you can like AEW, and I don't give a shit if you do. Right. I don't really care if you don't like WWE, but if you watch AEW, you're watching wrestling. Good for you. He's Why can't it be wrestling. that way? Right. Mm-hmm. So, exactly, because isn't the goal, or shouldn't the goal be, to create more wrestling fans? Not yes. Not well, it makes more opportunities. Fans against other. We shouldn't wrestling be pitting fans, wrestling like, fans against yeah. each other. Right. You know what I mean? Well, so. Yeah. so one of the one of the most unique people in wrestling right now, and I know we've got to wrap up soon, so I'll be brief. But one of the most unique people in wrestling right now is Dan Housen. Um, he had this whole crazy thing where he is a hundred percent the gimmick, but he is also a hundred percent in ring. Um, for a while, he was hurt real bad. So when he shows up on AEW, finally, he finally gets his big television break, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And all of his Independence fans is like, "Dude, he's great. He made me love wrestling again. He he made me go from strongly liking to loving wrestling again." And everyone that's watching TV is like, "No, really, who the fuck is this Dan Housen guy? Like, he acts like he's funny, but he's not. No, he's hilarious. You're just not liking him because you haven't seen him in the ring yet." And then by the time he finally gets in the ring, AEW's <laughs> like, uh, you're going to go against Orange Cassidy, who's going to no-sell for you. Right. You know? And, and I guess that's what happens. But, like, there's there's a lot of, and, and sorry to cut you off again, but there's a lot of great aspects about wrestling that need to be reintroduced, and he's definitely doing most of it. Without a doubt, I like Dan Housen. Anything mm-hmm. that guy does is really good. He just needs to be utilized properly. That's all mm-hmm. there is to it. So I want to uh, touch on this rumor real fast because uh, I read about this yesterday, and I don't think Raven knows this yet. Uh-oh. How do you guys feel about Tony Khan wanting to buy WWE? Oh, yes. He absolutely wants to, and I'm glad I didn't accidentally say that earlier because I was going to say is that WWE is going to be sold. 
It yeah. just so, depends on to who. So we're going to touch on who? this real fast, and then we'll wrap the show up. So WWE, the reason why Vince McMahon's uh, claiming he needs to come back is so that he can help with the sale of the WWE. Yes, the WWE is going to be sold. I think that's really unfortunate. I think it should stay within the McMahon family. I think he should just say, here, uh, hold on, time out. Hold, hold on. Yes. He's a bitter, greedy man, and he, for some reason, needs even more money, even though he's about 80 years old and doesn't have much of his life left. So um, I think it should stay within the McMahon family. That's my biggest thing. I think this should be a family-run business and not owned by any other entity except yeah. the McMahons. I don't think that even Disney should own it, even though they're uh, they're looking at buying it. I don't no, think NBC you. Universal should buy it, even though they, they are already on Peacock. And I most certainly do not think that the – that, that Saudi Arabia should be purchasing it and let alone even have anything to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and if Vince McMahon does sell to, <clears throat> excuse me, the Saudis, uh, that shows how much he doesn't give a single flying fuck about the females on his roster. So he um, loves money. That's it. That. You know, I mean, he already made a 10 year deal with them to have to go over there anyway to mm-hmm. do shows. And the women don't have the right to wear the attires they want to wear. If you don't, if you don't pay attention to any shows in Saudi Arabia, pay attention to this. Look at how mm-hmm. the females have to dress when they're in Saudi Arabia versus when they do yeah. shows back in the United States. It's they, they have to cover that was one of the all of their bodies. Things I noticed. They yeah. put Bailey in this ugly ass fucking bodysuit, ugly as shit. Well, because she's exactly. thicker than a bowl of mayonnaise, but that's that's besides the point. I mean, they, they don't uh, let them, they don't let them <laughs> be that. And yeah, to but have, that was one of the first things I noticed, and I told Brian, and he was just like, "What?" And to yeah. and to, mm-hmm. and, to, and, to, and to let Saudi Arabia own it, all this American. I mean, to have to know that they are going to own like a huge chunk of wrestling history mm-hmm. is going to discuss the shit of me. And, and I don't know how I'm going to feel about watching it anymore at that point. Like, mm-hmm. to be honest, I honestly like, already to don't be know honest. how I feel about it coming up, watching it. I with just, Vince, I just think that's absolutely, but, but uh, Tony Khan is the guy who owns AW. him and his dad own the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Shad, mm-hmm. uh, the Khan family. Mm-hmm. How y'all, how y'all feel? What'd you guys think about uh, the, them being a, a merger with the AEW? I just want to give a throwback to the rumors that uh, Vince McMahon owned AEW when it first started. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when people used yeah, to say that I, all the time? Those were silly rumors, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. This, what we're going through right now, is that actual work. But would That you, everyone would you, thought it was. But do you think it would be good? Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it would be... I don't think it would be anything fantastic. Um, yeah. Correct. Because, yeah, like new ownership, I mean, we clearly saw how quick Triple H turned things around. But honestly, it's what what's going to happen is, do you remember when Vince McMahon bought WCW? Yes. And it just immediately, Absolutely. there was there was immediately no more WCW. Yeah. And everyone that did get to keep their job was immediately just shuffled into WWE stuff. It was yeah. immediately merged together. A lot of people were just thrown to the side. Uh, storylines didn't even fucking matter anymore. It yeah. was just Vince McMahon wins and he owns it. Like that was literally the series finale of WCW with I don't the Monday see that Nitro. Happening. I don't see that happening here. Well, if if Tony Khan takes over, I exactly see that happening. They're literally mm. just going to merge it because I, I they now problem. have so many wrestlers and so many entities that <clears throat> they're not going to fire anybody. They're but just think- not going to know what to do with everybody. I think it depends on if they keep Triple H as creative director of the WWE so, portion. So hear me out real quick. Mm-hmm. Because he's doing a fantastic he, he, job. Hear me out. This is what I think would happen. And I, this is what I would hope happens. And I think that if this happened, this would be the absolute best way. Because look, Tony Khan can't run fucking seven uh, shows. No. He's not going to be able to do two pay-per-views a month. He's not going to be able to run all that, right? 
So mm-hmm. here's what I think is going to happen if this happens. Mm-hmm. When Khan buys WWE, he is not going to dissolve WWE. He's going to keep. He I should, agree. I he, don't think he would. Do he that. is going to do what I think Vince McMahon should have done and kept Monday Night Nitro around and did all that. But <clears throat> I think Vince should have let Shane McMahon run WCW, which should have happened. Shane doesn't want anything to do with it. No, I, I, but here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think Tony Khan is going to give total control of WWE to Triple, to H. Triple H. That's what I'm, yeah. That's what I'm okay. like he will have him run it, but Tony Khan will be the 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 end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't think he will overstep boundaries into WWE. I think mm-hmm. they will be still two separate entities. I agree. And, and, and um, Triple H will be the chair of the board of WWE as an entity, and he will let Triple H run it. So yeah, that way it's still so that way it's still in essence a family owned entity. That's what I was thinking. But it's too. still actually proprietarily owned by Tony Khan. Now, mm-hmm. what I think will happen is we will have AEW crossover into WWE. I think that would be kind of dope. Yeah, I think that Yeah, that's I, what I was just saying. Yeah. I I, I would love to see they're not gonna merge belts, they're not gonna do no, all that. No, 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 gonna, no, no, no. Because because no. I think Tony Khan is smart enough. And I think he's got enough people there like Jericho and things, but they're not going to mm. let him oh, just, they're not going to let him just erase history. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and check it out. We'll have AEW on Peacock. Well, we'll have the entire AEW. Hold on. Look we would that. have, we would have the entire AEW library on Peacock. That would be so awesome well, here's to the have. Thing too. Right? I mean, like they had so many, like Josh, what you were bringing up earlier and what I kind of became familiar with AEW too was because when Brian would watch something and he would see a wrestler, he'd be like, oh, he used to be on WWE. He used to be on WWE. And, mm-hmm. you know, well, now they can do the uh, the crossover. They could do the forbidden it's door. almost like the best of both worlds. But they wouldn't way. necessarily be a forbidden door anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, how the, how would the contracts work? Well, they would still contractually be obligated to each the, the separate entities, but they could uh, but but there would be no more of this WWE pretending that the other doesn't exist. Exactly. They would yeah. they would get to mention. And then, dude, could you imagine how the Rumble would be? Oh my oh God! My God. Um, yeah. MJF is in is in the Rumble. That would be you sick. Would, as you would never know. Yeah. You would never who, know who could come out. Yeah. But they could still make them as if they're each mm-hmm. individual brands competing against each other. I honestly yeah. think that'd be dope. Like I they do with SmackDown think. versus Raw. You know, yeah. Survivor think. Series. Tony Khan, I honestly think Tony Khan purchasing it would be the all-around best move overall for AEW as, and WWE. As long as he as does as what, I've, yes. what I've suggested. Yeah. yeah. Because right. he in no way, I don't care how much money that dude has, he is never going to be able to do to do, uh, to do that many shows. That's like no. five shows a week. No fucking way. Yeah, we're doing, you're doing a show every day now because yeah. it's basically what we're getting. So he, uh, already. Would, he would, I think he would give Triple H the keys to the kingdom, which would know. make all the fans happy. Mm-hmm. And, and he would happy. have Stephanie McMahon as the CEO. I was going to say, I was wondering if she would. And, and Triple H gets to no. do whatever. The, he, it gets to be his toy box. And then he could work with Tony Khan and say, hey, what's, you know, what do you guys want to do some shit with AEW? That'd be kind of fun. I think that mm-hmm. would be the best possible. And we don't, outcome. and we don't need no invasion angle. Forget that shit. We're not doing that. Yeah. It would just be. Random appearances back and forth between the two. Roman Reigns on an episode of uh, Rampage would be crazy. Roman Reigns on an episode of fucking, uh, or John, John, dude, you could have John Cena show up on Dynamite one night. That'd be insane. Right. Like, just think of No one could see him, but he'd be there. But that's what, (laughs) 
but that's but that's that's good that's good but that's what should have happened in the wcw but no business man got greedy and he erased it all and that's not that's not what should have happened back then and i think tony khan is not gonna do that i don't think he would do that he wouldn't do that he's gonna do like how he's doing it right now with um ring of honor ring of honor is a separate entity still and then yeah. and those guys show up on rampage and dynamite and stuff so i think that's what will happen i think and i think yeah, they that would be on that forbidden good door, way dude. to do it yeah he he has though he kind of has but it's I fine think, i love it that way i absolutely love it that way yeah but i think he would respect enough to know that if mm-hmm. there was no wwe there would be no AEW ever yeah. yeah so he would respect the wrestling history he has guys there that would respect the wrestling history Mm-hmm. The whole MJF going talking about oh I'm gonna go uh, I like Disney Plus and all that dude he could totally be like I'm gonna go to WWE fuck AEW and then he'll go over there yeah. and he could still be technically contractually employed by the AEW because they yeah. own it so oh man that would be fun as fuck I know it really does just that open, open it would up be to a million man months. well you got to remember that Time Warner by round yeah. of that way also is part owner of AEW as well yeah. So they're, they're a Time Warner company. It'd be great. But guys, thank you guys so much for yeah. listening to this episode of the Next Level Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We do appreciate you guys so much for watching. I'm sorry, listening to the show. <laughs> and we will be back next Monday as we talk about the things we're excited for in 2023. Because that's what we're doing next week. So uh, thank you guys for, so much for listening. And until the next one, we will see you guys. Bye.